This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Twenty-five away from the top of the hour, and a news update. Just to bring you back into the loop, we heard earlier in the hour as 1 o'clock today, there were 161 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Toronto. Ten people are in hospital. The new cases include a paramedic now in isolation at home, someone from a long-term care, uh, a long-term care facility, one of the residents, and someone from a homeless shelter. Which, again, these are problematic because the first spate of deaths in this country were at a long-term care facility in North Vancouver. And uh, for the early stages anyway, I guess it was early last week, uh, those were exclusively all of the deaths in this country. There were four of them. Now we're up to, I guess, about uh, 11 or 12 in total. In the States, they've had more than 200. And uh, right now, trying to remember how many cases they have in total. Stateside, uh, which is why, you know, border crossings and things like that, 14,000 plus actually, uh, total positive cases, which is why our border crossings need to be very carefully monitored for everything, non-essential traffic, and uh, the Prime Minister actually did go back on this idea of the uh, folks crossing over illegally from Roxham Road, upstate New York, into uh, southwestern Quebec. They're going to be sent back to the United States. Whereas since 2017, the Mounties have welcomed them, and they've been put in certain... uh, holding facilities while they've had their uh, claims processed. But that's been changed now, which shows you necessity, the mother of invention. Still waiting for Conrad Black, and we're having issues with the telephone, and uh, so we'll persevere as far as that's concerned. Still to come before the top of the hour, John Capobianco is going to join us. It's usually part of our Friday panel, but everybody's working from phones at home or elsewise, and so uh, we'll sort of piece it all together here on the fly. And just uh, really delve into a lot of the different elements of the COVID-19. Which reminds me, and I'm loath almost to uh, bring this up, but there's a story out of Las Vegas where a strip club is staying open despite a 30-day shutdown recommendation by the governor. Uh, Yeah, they're offering drive-through strip shows. They're taking social distancing to another level, they say. Little Darling Strip Club offering this drive-through strip show for those who want to indulge in some adult entertainment but don't want to enter the building. (laughs) The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommending. Uh, Finally, it's got the attention of the Centers for Disease Control. Okay, keeping people six feet between themselves and others. So the owner, director of operations, says, we're going to offer drive-up window strip shows. You can enjoy a totally nude show right from the seat of your car. Wow. 10-minute drive-up show, 100 bucks. tips encouraged. And that starts tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Hey, I thought the idea was to prevent spread. What's going on? Okay, uh, they're saying that the Little Darlings got a lot of attention recently when it announced a hand sanitizer giveaway. Yeah, you're going to have to double up on the hand sanitizer here, folks. Okay, jeez. Uh, See, this This is the entrepreneurial spirit that even in a time of crisis, it just keeps uh, inventing all kinds of unique ways of maybe capitalizing on a crisis or even doing nude hand sanitizer wrestling shows. That's a waste of a fine resource right there when people are going without, but what else can you say? Uh, and they're saying they're planning as a preventative measure precautionary to take everyone's temperature at the front door. <laughs> okay, you might want to take it inside too. But this is where Vegas, uh, again, you got to compete, right? I'm surprised. I wonder how they're being impacted. 
uh, you know, with the casino chips as well as the cards and money that's changing hands, that can't be uh, a good situation. I'm sure they're down considerably, but uh, right across the board. When I was citing a story of the EB Game Store on Young Street in downtown Toronto, and people lined up outside the store to get their newest copies of video games, like Michael Downey was telling me that uh, in some cases these are pre-ordered, so they're going to pick up. But I'm thinking if social distancing is such a requirement and it's been implored by the authorities, then arrange for shipping or some other way of doing it. Just thought I'd speak my piece. We do have contact with Conrad Black. Want to delve into some of the other aspects of this COVID-19 scourge. So let's get Conrad Black in here as he is most Fridays on The Oakley Show. Noted author, commentator, and historian. Conrad, you keeping safe? Absolutely. I mean, not that I'm being ultra-cautious, but I'm fine. I feel fine. And, uh, you know, uh, look, I'm I'm not being foolhardy, but I, I think... We're all overreacting a little bit here. Just a little bit? <laughs> well, look, uh, I've filed a piece that I, I think it's on the website of the National Post now, and I t- did a similar thing in the United States, different wording, but on the same theme. That, uh, you know, I quoted Clemenceau, where he said that war is too, the French leader in World War One. the war is too important to matter to leave it to the generals. I mean, these scientists will, will stop the uh, pandemic all right, but they'll they'll bankrupt everybody. I mean, you can't have everyone sitting in their homes like, uh, you know, like, like uh, uh, hibernating animals uh, with no commerce going on, or literally everyone will will run out of money, and and we're just going to have to get a balanced solution here that protects the vulnerable people, the elderly and the infirm, uh, segregates them and enables the others to function as normally as, as possible and, 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 you know, and then provide relief to the, to the damaged sectors. And, uh, but, but this business that we all just go to ground and, um, and hide like moles or something, it, it, I mean, you can do it for a week or something, but you can't do it for very long. So what you're saying is uh, shutting down the economy is not necessarily the best response. There's got to be a balance struck. But how do you do that? I mean, I can't understand how we would ameliorate that if social distancing is such uh, a requirement right now. Well, uh, my own ideas are that we, we, I think everybody agrees, we've got to, we've got to set things up so that elderly people and people with, with medical challenges... All right. Uh, don't know where he's gone, but Michael Downey will try to reconnect. It's just one of those funny things about the phone system today, or just uh, lately, it's been acting weird. Little gremlins in it. Probably got a virus in and of itself, for crying out loud. Everybody's being infected with some kind of contagion. I just never thought I would visit this show at this hour. We're so close to the end. I mean, that figuratively. Wow. Uh, all right, uh, we'll try to reconnect with Conrad Black, 18 before the top of the hour. Then we'll get to the news. On the other side of the news, we do have our panel and topics worthy of discussion. This one's the big one, obviously. It's uh, captured our focus. But I'm thinking if there ought to be penalties for people who refuse to follow some of these official decrees, you know, maybe we need to follow California and New York State in uh, sheltering in place. Conrad suggesting that would be too draconian and you can't be shutting down the economy.
Also curious to find out from Mr. Black, if he does join us, uh, where our relationship with China goes after this. Some people are saying that we've got to uh, be more resourceful on our own or maybe pivot towards North America. I don't know. I mean, because it's being sort of couched in terms of a world war and global wars as a rule, as you've seen historically, kind of lead to realignments. Nothing's going to be the same after this or uh, a lot of things will have changed. No luck on Conrad yet, Mike? All right. Well, you'll let me know when that happens, if and when it does. But California, New York, as I say, mandating that everyone shelter in place all, and that's all employees except for essential frontline type of operatives, police, fire, and that, work from home. New York especially, uh, an interesting case study because they've got 40% of the American infected are in that state, and 70% of that 40 is in New York City alone, which is understandable. It's masses of humanity. You've got a city of 8 million people, which is why Governor Cuomo has been insistent that everybody, shelter in place, you work from home, that's everybody, exclusive of, of course, the first responders, which has led to, again, the issue coming up through New York State into Canada at this illegal border crossing. Some people were flagging that, myself included, and yet, up until yesterday, the Prime Minister was saying that, well, we've got the facilities to handle them, we'll put them in quarantine for 14 days, and uh, after that, we'll deal with them and process their claim. Today, he reversed course on that. They'll be sent back to the United States. I think the gravity of the health consideration, more so than trying to virtual signal our human, humanitarian impulses, uh, that's caught, that's the order of the day is what that is. All right, uh, I don't know that we'll get Conrad back in here, but uh, in a moment, John Capobianco will join us, and we'll take it to the top of the hour. It's the Oakley Show, Friday edition, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 15 away from the news as we get to the roads and a check of chopper traffic. Ari Rabinovich. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.